Hello? Glurp? Where the heck are you? The show's about to start. What? Trapped in orbit around what? A white dwarf star? Which one? R Scorpio A. The binary pulsar? Well, how did you get trapped way out there? <laughs> Unscheduled hyperspace detour. Well, why in star-begotten asteroid fields would they detour you into the orbit of a white dwarf? They should know it's not safe out there. Does your ship have nebula shields? No, this is a disaster. Look, Glurp, you stay on the hypernet and keep a close ear out for hydrogen pirates. The Galactic Starship and Travel Agency don't make these sorts of mistakes without some sort of chicanery. You even hear a whisper of trouble, get yourself in an escape pod, jump ship, and cloak. I know a guy that works for the Scorpio Volunteer Ion Brigade. I'll call him up and arrange for a rescue ship. What about the show? Glurp, you're such a pro. Don't worry about it. We've got your pre-recorded interview with Mothula in the can. And as for color commentating, well, we're at Zubinel Ganubi Station around Alpha Libre. So that means... Yeah, he's still kicking up a fuss with the local authorities, but I'll see if he can fill in. You hang tight, and I'll get my buddy out there quick. Code A Domine Thresher 229er. Got it? See you on the flip side. Oh, brother. Hey, yeah, can you get me a hyperlaser connection to Scorpio? It's an emergency. Gentlemen, trigenders, monopods, cybernetic mechanisms, sentient swarms, and gentle souls who just haven't figured it all out. Welcome one and all to the tri-annual invitational tournament of the Galactic Battle Championship! We are live at Zebanel Ganubi Starship Arena and Way Station in orbit around Alpha Libre. And you are in for the weirdest matchup ever in this eighth out of eight first round matches of the Invitational Tournament as the mysterious specter from the Sombrero Galaxy, Mr. Sirius, takes on the shape-changing fuzz creature from Hogue's object, Mothula. <sighs> I know what you're thinking, folks. Where in the world is my partner in combat descriptions, Glurp? Well, he is stuck in transit, and if you've ever rode on the highways and byways of the Interstellar Travel Network, you know firsthand that once space goes sour on you, your chance of arriving on time is less than zero. But never fear, we have a special guest filling in tonight, and I will introduce you to him right after these words from our sponsor. Happy, 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 fun, fun, fun. Happy, 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 fun, fun, fun. Happy, 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 fun, fun, fun. Kick my ass to fire, fun, fun, fun. 
Kepler Astro Farms, where you'll have fun at least three times in one visit. Seriously, but in a fun, serious way. Hey, who's hungry? The Zebanel Ganubi Anti-Grav Snack Bar and Hookah Lounge has the perfect tasty treat to satisfy your eclectic taste buds. They've got Mintakin Viper Wings, fried to perfection. They've got Cerusian Solar Dogs, with or without mustard and onions. Don't forget the exotic Venusian Zebra Popcorn, sweet and salty goodness that pops a second time after you've eaten it and often when you least expect it. What? Don't like things popping in your belly or digestive chamber cluster? Then wash it down with a Stellar Moon Ale with a twist of anti-pop micrometeoroid cherries. Alcohol not on your safety list? Try a mug of Miracle Milk, fresh from the farms of Alpha Sigma 4, frozen or steamed at your request. Folks, you are in for a treat tonight. Joining me at the announcer's table, five-time heavyweight champion of the Terran Fighters League and my old announcing partner back at Old Earth's Fightatorium. Please welcome the incorrigible one, highfalutin, big-time shootin' Cowboy Lou. Woohoo! Greetings and salutation, all you young bucks, brackos, and fillies tuning in from near, far, really far, and impossibly far away. I sure hope you can hear us way out there on that bonus. With hyperdigital receivers common throughout the galaxy, I am certain they can. Welcome to the Galactic Battle Championship Tournament, Cowboy Lou. It's been a while, eh? 25 years! That's a quarter of a century in dog years, you know? Well, uh... Not so fast, Sam Maxi. I think you all forgetting that we have business to settle. Business? Macronite versus King Saturn. Two out of three fouls. You bet 100 Sarian credits that the Macronite would unseat the King that night, and he did not. And when he did not, where were you? I... Nowhere to be seen. You owe me 100 crispy, shiny, sorry credits. And I will take them now, please. Lou, we have a match to call here. And, and I refuse to allow you to say another single sentence until you pay up. Oh, for sweet Starfields. Let me see what I have here. You know sorry and credits aren't even being printed anymore. Fuss budget. Will you take 500 solid gigawatt batteries from Miser Alcor? Done! Yes, that wasn't so bad, now was it? <sighs> hey, listeners, I... Five, ten, fifteen, twenty! Seriously, you are counting that now? Excuse me if I find your trustworthiness in question after a 25-year welch. 25, 30... Verify. For love of orbital satellites. Listeners, while Cowboy Lou re-verifies my somewhat shaken integrity, let's welcome tonight's guests in the audience. All the way from the twin stars of Tolstoy and Suzanne, in the counterspin quarter of Hoag's Object, welcome the prince, princess, and princessonaut of the Tri-Kingdom of Air, Land, and Water, Trilonautica. May the harmony of your three kingdoms spread to all the societies of the universe. 
Also in attendance, Rick Rocker and the Jazz Tones, an old earth rockabilly band from the 1950s era, who were found frozen in a glacier after a wild weekend at sea turned frosty. But Sub-Zero Tempesters was no match for their smooth melodies, and they have been on a galaxy-wide tour since their discovery and thawing. Keep on rockin', Ricky! 45, uh, 65, uh, 62. Unbelievable. Folks, earlier this week, Glurp recorded an interview with Mafula as it was training for tonight's match. Let's hear it. I am always training. Since before the desert sands first blew across the mountains of your home world, I have been training for this match. I have lived a thousand lifetimes and assumed a thousand shapes, but always I move forward towards my destiny. Many find the shapes I assume upsetting. It matters not. They matter not. My so-called opponent, Mr. Sirius, has no chance against me at all. He would do better to withdraw from the match while he still has all his own limbs. Your questions grow tiresome. For every attack my opponent attempts, I have a shape to counter it. For every punch my opponent throws, I have a shape to counter it. But my opponent has only one shape, and that is the shape that will fall before me. The next Galactic Battle Chip. Now entering the ring, from the deep central core of Hogue's Object, the shape-shifting savage of the lower galactic fighter trials, the transmuting terror, the ancient metamorphine monster, Mothula! Mothula, currently in the form of a giant winged lunar moth, glides purposefully towards the hexagon ring. Sporting three-bladed antennae and large black globular eyes, it flies up, spins and lights casually upon the top rope of its corner. The crowd loves it. Now that's what I call proper competitor. None of those weak limb bipedal upstarts that you fancy. I do not fancy any of them. I respect their fighting spirit. They're against all odds nature. Yep, fancy just like I said. Mafula has gone undefeated in all of his qualifying matches. Many don't realize that the fighters of the Galactic Battle Championship aren't just invited. They must battle their way through scores of qualifying matches facing the best of the best from all across the galaxy. And once they qualify, they face the very cream of the crop. The champions among champions, all just to get the chance to take on the reigning intergalactic champion, Galacticon. Who I might add is no fancy pants teetotaler. Well, I reckon Galacticon has eaten more challenges whole than has been seriously challenged by any of them. You might be right, Cowboy Lou. They don't call Galacticon the Red Terror of Tau Ceti for nothing. 
Hey, look, Mafiala has grown three extra heads and is taunting the crowd. They love a fighter with attitude. In my day, we only needed one head to crush the bones of our opponents. But I suppose this newfangled flair for the dramatic has a certain style to it. Style indeed. Whoa, what's that? Oh, oh, all right. Now entering the ring from deep in the nebula fields of the Sombrero Galaxy, the horror of the hegemonic hellscapes of Trial Area 9, the silent assassin, the hypnotic heretic, and the sole survivor of the century-long conflict known as the Sombrero Slipshade War, Mr. Sirius! Mixed reaction from the crowd. Mr. Sirius is a super tall humanoid specter with no mouth, deep, dark, hypnotic eyes, and a large forehead. He's wearing a black suit which appears to have stars in it. Gives me the willies. Looks like what are y'all fancy boys to me? Mr. Sirius has sent more fighters to the regeneration chambers than any of the competitors in this contest so far. He's, well, a deadly serious fighter. Serious fancy pants jokes, you mean? Look at him, tall, gangly. I don't see a single muscle on him. Look what he's wearing, a black suit. Why, he would be left out of the old fightatorium before he made it into that ring. Mr. Sirius makes his way slowly towards the ring. Strange walk, sort of long step, short step rhythm. Almost limping, but it's not an injury. Just strange. Probably a feeble attempt to scare his opponent. Typical tactic of fancy pants fakers who can't fight. <sighs> well, he made it to the tournament, so I'm sure he can fight. Just isn't your typical bruiser. Mr. Sirius stops momentarily, then rises up into the air, gliding gracefully into his corner of the hexagon ring. Naked trick, but I still say he drops after the first punch. Look at Martha. It hasn't even moved since those extra heads snapped back inside it. Mothula has returned to single-headed form and waits patiently for Mr. Sirius to finish his entry. Absolutely no energy spent till he needs to use it. Your referee for tonight is Phineas Glean, the multi-eyed god of judgment. The referee instructs the opponents in their corners, calls for the bell, and... Oh, what the what?! Mothula just grew two massive legs and its torso is expanding into an immense muscular frame with thick limbs, ending in sharp claws. Its bug-eyed head has sprung huge saber teeth. Holy stars, what a monstrous transformation. I don't think I've seen such a horrifying sight since Carmelita brought me up a dozen of them homemade truffle biscuits. What, that doesn't sound so horrible. You didn't have to eat them. Despite the last-minute shape change, the match is on, and the opponents are circling each other, sizing each other up. They pause. Mothula rears up and lets out a bellow so loud I can feel the rafters shaking. Mr. Sirius seems unfazed, but oh, well, Mothula pounces on Mr. Sirius, ripping into him with those deadly talons. But, but what's this? Trickery! Mr. Sirius has vanished! Mothula is turning its head back and around, trying to find where Mr. Sirius has gone, but he is nowhere to be found. Popping out of existence should be illegal in professional championship matches. How are you supposed to win a match if you don't exist? Not sure I'm the right philosopher to answer that question, but I can say that the use of any natural ability of a being of the intergalactic community is perfectly legal. 
Still no sign of Mr. Sirius. Something has got to happen soon or the ref will be forced to start a count out. Not to mention this crowd will go insane if they don't get their action fix. The ref begins to gesture a count, but there, on the top rope, Mr. Sirius has rematerialized and launches through the air feet first with a double kick to the head to Mothula, stunning him. Woo! That there was a quality move. Why not just do that without the chicanery? I suspect it would be much harder to land. Mothula turns slowly while Mr. Sirius has landed and moves quickly to the corner waiting. Mothula charges in, but Mr. Sirius vanishes again and Mothula slams hard into the corner post. That's had to hurt. Mothula turns angrily to find Mr. Sirius appearing in the opposite corner, looking a bit smug. Mothula is frothing at the mouth with anger. Whoa, he's shapeshifting. No, shrinking. Still keeping the Saurian terror form, but half the size and charges towards Mr. Sirius. Mr. Sirius vanishes again and Mothula stops short this time before he hits the post, looks back over his shoulder. Wait a second, something. Oh, Mr. Sirius reappears in the opposite corner, but oh my stars! A tooth-laden jaw snaps up from the ground and chomps into Mr. Sirius's legs. When Mothula shapeshifted, he moved his jaws into his tail and stretched it, leaving it behind when he charged. Holy supernova, what a deadly sneaky maneuver! Let's see old Fancy Pants Boy get out of that one. He's not my Fancy Pants Boy, Lou. Come on. Mr. Sirius is screaming in pain, his legs trapped in the tail jaws of Mothula. I remind you there are no tap outs in the Galactic Ring. The winner must pin, knock out, or count out their opponent to be victorious. Happy will be a pretty weak response to having your legs suddenly digested. Gross. Mothula keeps up the pressure, squeezing the legs of Mr. Sirius tighter and tighter. Why doesn't he just poof, disappear like before? I'm not sure, maybe the pain of the leg lock is blocking his abilities. Mothula is not letting up, but he is changing shape. The Saurian end is growing four extra arms with club-like fists. He leans in and lets loose a blistering series of blows to the body of Mr. Sirius, who looks completely helpless. This could be over quick. Mothula twisters around like a tornado, his right fist combining into one gigantic fist and slams a haymaker onto the jaw of Mr. Sirius, knocking him free of the tail jaws and into the center of the ring. Mothula goes for the pin. One, two, three, what? <laughs> of course, victory. Mr. Sirius has vanished from the ring just before the count of three. The referee looks a bit confused and Mothula is flailing all six arms around, each one holding up three fingers, but the ref, still looking around for Mr. Sirius, holds up two fingers. I've never seen so much sneaky chicken tactics use since the Crystal Cosmonite took on Old Man Fish at the Fight of Time Extravaganza of 2209. Old Man Fish. There's a name I haven't heard in a while. Didn't he get disqualified in that match? Not before Shadow and Crystal Cosmetot with the tuna fork he had hidden in his wrestling tights. I don't even like to think about how long they were in there. Whew. Well, no one does. Mr. Sirius is still nowhere to be found and the referee is forced to begin a count out. Mr. Sirius has to the count of 10 to return to the ring or this match is over. This is actually a small move by your fancy lad. Give him time to recover from that brutal attack. You are right about that. The count continues and Mothula has moved to his corner and is shape changing yet again. This time a bipedal body with three heads. 
I guess he wants to keep six eyes out in all directions so he can't be surprised by Mr. Serious. What are those other things sticking out? Eyebrows? Ooh, that's antennae. Mothula is not taking any chances, using every sense available to him to find his opponent. Creepy look, though. Ooh, you ain't kidding. Whoa, whoa. Oh, Mr. Serious materializes underneath Mothula and hits him with an old-style Iron Dwarf Driller attack. Mothula was totally surprised despite all of those eyes and antenna and is now entangled in the ropes. Mr. Sirius is laying into him with a series of punches to every head available while Mothula flails about stunned. The referee moves in quickly warning Mr. Sirius, no contact while on the ropes, but Mr. Sirius doesn't let up. The referee is counting one, two, three, four, and Mr. Sirius breaks off and walks to the center of the ring with his arms held high in victory. But I admit, the old boy's got some of that old Iron Striker style in him. I thought he was all spooky emo face there first. Well, you sure don't make the Galactic Battle Championship Tournament just by frowning and sulking, that's for sure. Mothula has untangled himself from the ropes, but is standing just outside the ring, reforming his three heads into something. Is that even a head? It looks like all teeth. That, my friend, is an Antilopian tiger shark. I believe his arms, all three of them, are bloodbone harpoons. Mothula, who is now about eight feet tall, steps over the ropes and his eyes roll into the back of his head and his jaws wide open. Mr. Sirius, still bailing in his own glory, doesn't seem to see him coming. Mothula charges, jaws wide open, oh, chomps down on the upper torso of Mr. Sirius. Game, yeah, match. Oh, we can see the legs of Mr. Sirius, who was caught totally unawares. Oh, Mothula chomps again while taking a second bite, and only his boots remain out. No, uh, ooh. The boots have dropped to the ground, and some of Mr. Sirius appear to be oozing out of them. Well, I hope the young listeners in the audience remembers that it's always best to finish a fight and celebrate later, preferably at a bar or a nightclub, and not in a fighting ring with your opponent still growing teeth. Mothula, standing up and raising its harpoon arms in the air, lets out a, I guess that's a victory burp. The crowd momentarily silenced in shock, stand and cheer. The referee, also shaking free of a stunned look, calls for the bell. It's over. Your winner by sudden devouration, Mafula! I don't think I've seen a match won that way in Galactic Battle Championship history. There was that one time about 50 years back when the cybernetic toad tried to swallow Kid Sinister. Ooh, he got stung halfway down and choked old Tony, who passed out and lost the match through the self-knockout. Kid Sinister? Did he ever retire? Has his own reality show on the frontiers of known space. Kidnaps non-spacefaring aliens to make them live in an apartment on a moon somewhere together. Sounds like Kid Sinister, all right. Well, folks, that will be all as this first round of the Galactic Battle Championship Tournament wraps up. Join us next time when the second round begins. Matchups have yet to be drawn up, but you will see action from the previous winners, including the Phantom Queen of Arcturus, Irelia, 
the Beast of Beta Hidri, Pop Pop Chanko Pop, the Micromaniac, Princess Cosma, Captain Hammerfist, Sharpe Crystalonius Prime, Ed from Bakersfield, and of course tonight's winner, Mothula. This is Maximilian Zebo and my partner Glurp, um Highfalutin', big time shootin', asteroid bootin', cowboy loose. Good night, partner! Wishing you a good night and keep the pulsars in your sights. <laughs>